so important thing, and you know, so much. There's actually a lot of meat. There was a, a movie in black and white. It was uh, called Harvey, and about the invisible rabbit. And uh, it's a, an amazing movie. I recommend it to everybody. It's a very spiritual movie. There's one point in there, and a man says, "Where's your righteous indignation, man?" And the guy says, my mother said to me once, you could either be oh so right or oh so happy. I choose oh so happy. And when we were talking about the other day of trying to convince people of this or, you know, change someone's mind, it's not necessarily easy for a made-up mind. And, you know, I choose to be happy. I'm not trying to convince all those people out there in the world to get adjusted. To become, you know, patience in my office. I don't even use that word patience, but we understand it, right? Mm -hmm. So choosing our happiness over being right. And you have to do what I say. You have to get adjusted. I would love everybody to be adjusted in their own time when the moment that they're ready to. Because the moment before, what are we doing? We're violating their trust. The moment after... You know, same thing. So same thing with the adjustments, too. We're talking about just that moment when their body's at ease, their moment they're allowing the adjustment, and it's not coming from us. We're coming in relationship with them. We're allowing their body and us to be one for that moment and say, now is the right time. We are a team together. We're working for something greater than you've already have. You can trust me. That's the big one right? I trust that guy. I'm going to bring all my, my family. I'm going to bring my children. I'm going to bring everyone I know. I'm going to tell all my friends. You know, that's what a referral is. Great referrals will permeate through the, the, you know, the town because your reputation, right, is really what we are not necessarily selling, but, you know, it's what people see us as, what they see us on social media and that type of thing, not how great we are, but how loving we really are, how caring. If the adjustment is 100% from me, this is a time crunch, crunch, and get out, right? I have a high volume practice. I don't rush one single adjustment. Every adjustment being present and focused. Sometimes I'm not. I'm going to admit that. Sometimes I'm thinking about, I need to buy a new dishwasher, or I got this happening and that happening. Sometimes those things sneak in. The more we practice being present at the moment, the easier it becomes. Um, and that will be, you know, I don't want to say that'll be your marketing, but your marketing will be that he cares, he spends time with me. And they think time isn't, we think time is being a long period. But really that time is being open and listening. Words do not have to be said in those moments, but listening to their heart, being with them in the moment, caring 100%, and then delivering the adjustment. I was going to say delivering the goods, right? Really that's what it is. We're delivering the goods. And that moment is what they need, that moment of trust, caring, and love. So it's just backing up a moment. Once we're getting used to doing those things and practicing it, you know, it might take a little longer time. And, you know, you might miss those opportunities just a moment. The window might shut. And you just wait just for the next one to happen. And it might take a little longer. It might come right behind it.
but just being aware for that moment the body's at trust. When we're talking and outside of this office and talking about chiropractic, of really talking about it with love and being all in. We talk about being all in when I am chiropractic. I am that sacred trust. I know chiropractic will not die with me. I will share it. I will give it. And chiropractic will exist far beyond me. I know I am. If I am the last chiropractor, I know I am going to be delivering chiropractic at its essence until the day I die. So that is, for me, the greatest marketing you could probably ever have. Because when you know what you know, that you know, that you know, other people will know that too. They'll feel it. They'll see it. It'll be a part of them. They just, I've had people, when I used to do a lot of screenings, I don't do as many screenings anymore myself. Um, but when I did a lot of screenings, people would just come up to the booth and say, I want what you have. And I would say, well, what do you see in me that you want? What are you seeing? And they just look at you. You look vibrant. You're healthy. You're happy. You know, your wife is with you. You're enjoying yourself. You look fantastic. I'm like, well, thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Not really, but what they're really saying. I was talking about Roberta. Yeah, of course. But, uh, but what they were seeing was that energy and life and that passion, the passion for chiropractic to serve to people. Chiropractic is nothing until it's served to a person. That service, chiropractic... Pasquale used to say this, chiropractic is food. When you're giving that food to someone, their body knows what to do with it. You can't dictate it. But it is nourishment for them. Their body is changing from it. It's the chiropractic delivered to them. But until it's delivered to them, it's just an anomaly. People don't know what it is. When they see it coming through you, Dr. Sid used to say, um, he used to quote, uh, Billy Graham, I think it was Billy Graham, who said um, he had an average church, but until he took the Bible in full faith, then his you know, congregation grew into millions, multi-millions around the world, um, all sorts of things. I think it was Billy Graham, forgive me if I'm wrong, but it's taking it in full faith. And the same thing with chiropractic, taking chiropractic in full faith. I don't have to change it to make it who I am. I, maybe some of the wording and vocabulary we try and change from manipulation to adjustment, I have no idea why that happened because who wants to be manipulated? I'd rather be adjusted, right? I don't want to be manipulated. No one does in any relationship at all. Um, the subluxation people try and we call them subluxation deniers now. They say that subluxation word is a religious term or something. Where they got that from, I don't know. It's always been a vertebra out of place affecting a nerve. Maybe a little more complicated definition than that, but it has a neural component and misalignment, less than a full luxation or dislocation, right? Mm -hmm. To me, it makes perfect common sense. So we take those things in full faith. We're not going to function as well. Once you get in practice and you start seeing big changes happening in people, you know there is no way that you can deny a subluxation. I can't believe these people were ever in practice. They probably blew up soft, you know, arm braces for people and 
I don't know, pierced their ears and their nose or whatever they did because they probably weren't adjusting people's vertebra because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Once you see it, things change. I adjusted a little boy the other day, did a little anterior on him, he's seven years old. All this coughing, coughing stopped completely, you know? Was it me? No. It was chiro the delivery of chiropractic that helped the boy. And you see it in everything, from children that couldn't walk and walk again, from people that were near death are no longer near death anymore. It happened with my own mother. So the subluxation, the vertebra, we can call it vertebral misalignment if you'd like, okay? It's a subluxation, it's the same thing. So as we deliver these goods, we're able to find it, trust it, adjust it. Find it, trust it, adjust it, and thrust to it. Um, the world changes. The world will change. When I was in chiropractic school, my father was, I told you he was you know, in internal medicine in London, psychiatry in New York City, Wards Island in Manhattan, you know, in, in Harlem basically on an island in the East River. They can lift up the bridge and nobody can escape, you know, okay? A very, very heavy place. And uh, I told him, I said, you know, this chiropractic, it's, it's pretty amazing. He didn't come to my graduation, wasn't happy I was a chiropractor. But when my mother, her heart disease went away, then he started getting really interested. It wasn't his fault, it was his, his education. And, uh, you know, and then he wanted what we had and I started adjusting him. Actually, I had my friends in Manhattan adjust him um, because energy with family, it's good to have other people take care for your family as well. It's very important, at least occasionally. Um, but, uh, you know, when he could walk again, when he wasn't able to walk around Central Park, that was a big deal for him, just being able to up and get up and walk. And, you know, because of his foot, and my friend Brian Corrigan came down, a self-center guy from Pasquale, came down and adjusted him, and he immediately walked again. After his podiatrist with all the plantar fasciitis and all this stuff and blah, 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 shots, injections they want to do, and luckily he held off on that one adjustment, he was walking again. For him, that was the proof that he needed, mm -hmm. right? Still didn't come to my graduation. But this, I was actually already a chiropractor at that point with the foot, but you know, I'm sure he wishes he was there then. But what I did for myself was say, I prayed about this. I said, if this stuff really works, show me. Bring me the sickest of the sick. And I had one girl, she played in the WNBA and was, I think she was crushed between the curb and the taxi. You know, she got thrown out of the taxi and the, the taxi tire, car, whatever, pushed her against the curb, you know, like in Manhattan, like, and fractured her spine, Harrington rods down her spine, and a neurogenic bladder, so she never felt her bladder full, and she had to press it to empty her bladder, wore a catheter, uh, dialysis, all that stuff. I had adjust her, and the dialysis numbers actually started looking better and better. And then she'd tell me, you know what, I can feel my bladder again. That's a big deal. I mean, I have no idea what that's like, but I'm sure for a young woman, she wasn't very old. You know, she, she, her career ended from the WNBA because of this accident. So she was probably, I think she's about 30, 35. So a young woman being able to feel her bladder again and funk, start to function a little better was amazing. Um, I had another young woman who, I'm gonna, it's hard for me to tell you this, but I mean, brutally assaulted by multiple men and uh, 
you know, kicked it, they thought to death. They left her for dead. And uh, there's a lot of other details in there I won't even describe to you. But she tells me the story. And a man actually helped her, brought her into his house, and nursed her back to health. Um, and saved her life better than in a hospital. And for her, she said, it's not that I regained trust in men, but I knew I was safe even though he was a man and this just happened to me. And she thought she worked through all this stuff and she came into the student clinic and I toggled her and that was a Friday. There were 50 messages by Sunday of this woman calling me with all sorts of profanity, all these things, and I knew not to answer the phone. Because I, I had been told by my mentors and friends, and sometimes there's a big emotional expression. On Monday morning, I answered the phone from her, and she said, please delete all those messages from the weekend. I was, my body, my mind, everything was healing that I thought I'd healed from. She said she'd become Buddhist and done meditation every day of her life and thought she worked on these things. And she said that adjustment released that. She got it out of her, and she said by Monday morning she was renewed from an Atlas adjustment. She started calling me a turtle dancer. I had no idea what that was, and I guess it's a medicine man from a native tribe. I don't know which tribe. I need to look it up, actually. Cool. Turtle dancer. That's why I've, sort of, I've been in love with turtles ever since. I've always loved turtles, and I just got a cool pottery one the other day. But, uh, you know, that adjustment, we don't know where someone has just come from. We don't know. She told me all that. Very often, we don't get that depth of what's happening back here, but sometimes it'll come out with people. How many times we do an adjustment and someone breaks into tears or laughter? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's uncontrollable laughter. Sometimes it's both. Hmm? Sometimes both. Sometimes it's both. They're crying and laughing at the same time. And the husband will say, hey, what's going on? I'm not, it's not, I'm, that didn't hurt me. I'm just letting this out. I'm so happy. You know, all those things. Because we don't know what this adjustment is doing at the moment. It's truly amazing. So this gift of chiropractic, to me, is the greatest gift of humanity. Next to Christ, truly. Um, I'm not putting it in the same realm as, as Christ and being a savior, but I'm talking about really the gift of humanity and, you know, even trusting what we are able to do to serve the person, trusting in ourselves and then trusting in the greatness of that human body to be able to heal itself, function at its best. It's truly amazing. So that's what has been really sitting with me overnight. I appreciated this extra like 40 minutes this morning to wake up with my daughter. We made breakfast together. Usually it's my son. My son slept late for the first time. Usually he's up 5.30, 6 o'clock, raring to go. Mm -hmm. But uh, today it was her, so I got to spend good, good quality time with her. Um, I didn't do the breath this morning. Did you guys do the 49 breaths? Yeah. Awesome. Um, and you had a new person show up today, which is really cool. I'm going to send her a message. The, uh, the next one, if you guys want to do it, at Casadega, are you going to be around town? When? Friday. This Friday? Yeah. yeah. Which is out by Lake Helen. You know where Lake Helen is? No. It's like west of you guys. Um, that's where I'm, I'm in a, a conference this weekend. And uh, there's a really cool nature trail there. I was thinking of just doing that on the nature trail in the morning. 
and uh, you know, and just do our morning thing, and then our intensive starts. But uh, if you'd like to do that, and then I have some friends coming down from Pasquale's mm -hmm. group, and uh, we could share maybe a little bit of philosophy if they're into it in the morning. We'll see how that goes. I'll give you the address mm -hmm. if you'd like, okay? And let me know if you're gonna come. Because if you guys aren't, I'm, I'm gonna do it on my own. But maybe not at seven, I'll probably do it at eight. Mm -hmm. But if you guys come, we'll do earlier. All right, anybody have anything to share? Let me, 